0: A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, I exhort the presbyters among you as a fellow presbyter and witness to the sufferings of Christ and one who has a share in the glory to be revealed. Tend the flock of God in your midst, overseeing not by constraint but by willingly, as God would have have it not for shameful profit but eagerly. Do not lord it over those assigned to you, but be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd is revealed, you will receive the unfading crown of glory.
1: i sure. on how shall I dwell
0: Dominus Fobiscum,
1: Spiritus
0: Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Mateum,
1: Gloria siri,
0: When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others, Elijah, still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the nether world shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Ferbom <laughs> Domini. We celebrate the Feast of the Chair of St. Peter today, and the chair refers to the primacy or the authority given by the Lord to St. Peter and all of his successors, down to their current Holy Father, Pope Francis. Our Lord said in the Gospel today that he would build his church upon Peter. Peter, who was well aware of his own weakness, remember he had said earlier in the Gospel, Depart from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. He was given at this moment in the gospel that we just heard today, a direct revelation from our Heavenly Father. He correctly answered the question that Christ, about Christ's identity. And it wasn't because he was more intellectually gifted than the others or that he was holier than the others. God directly chose him. God the Father revealed to him that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of the living God. And so we know based on this as well that our faith is not based on opinion. So the Lord said, what do other people say about me? Who do they say that I am? Our faith is based on revelation from God himself. And our response to that revelation is faith, giving our assent to what God has revealed to us. And by the way, Peter's response, his divinely inspired response to the Lord's question is a very appropriate and fitting prayer that we can offer ourselves during the consecration when our Lord's body and blood are lifted up during the consecration. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. The Lord also reveals in this account that we heard today that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. This shows us that the church will not be overcome, the church will not be destroyed. It will endure until the end of time. At the same time, the church will be persecuted, but she will triumph through the power of Christ. And the history of the church bears witness to the truth of these words of Christ, that the gates of hell will not prevail. There have been many persecutions many attacks on the church throughout her history but she still stands in light of this we should not be surprised or get discouraged when the church seems to be battered on the sea like like a boat that's being battered by waves during a storm and seems to be in danger of sinking in the meantime we can expect trials we can expect sufferings but we can also expect that the lord will remain with his bride, the church. He said, I am with you always until the close or the end of the age. Our Lord also says in today's gospel that he will give Peter the keys to the kingdom of heaven. He told Peter, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So the church clearly teaches in the catechism what the church has always understood, what the church has always taught with regard to these these words that Christ gave to Peter giving him the power of the keys the power of the keys refers to the authority to govern the house of God which is the church it refers to the authority to absolve sins it refers to the authority to pronounce doctrinal judgments and it refers to the authority to make disciplinary actions in the church so the lord gave his authority his power to Peter and the apostles particularly to Peter And so the power of the keys and the authority christ gave to peter and his successors it's not about domination it's about service lord gave him to serve the church the power of the keys is meant to serve the church to bear witness to christ and his teachings and to assist each of us in getting to heaven right again because part of the keys is also the power to absolve sins right to help get us to heaven and the Pope is the principal teacher and the guardian and defender of the revealed truths that God has entrusted to the church. And the Pope is assisted with God's grace in teaching the truth of Christ. And when he teaches ex cathedra, which means from the chair in Latin, that again refers to our feast today, the chair of St. Peter. When the Pope teaches ex cathedra, he exercises the church's charism of infallibility. He's preserved from teaching error with regard to faith and morals. So when the Pope teaches ex cathedra and defines a doctrine concerning faith or morals, he is assisted by the Holy Spirit and is safeguarding from teaching error. And he exercises this infallibility when in virtue of his office as the Supreme Pastor, so not when he's speaking as a private theologian or just his own thoughts, but when he speaks in virtue of his office as the Supreme Pastor of the church, And he proclaims a definitive act and a doctrine pertaining to faith and morals he is speaking infallibly and this would be something also it's very important with regard to ex cathedra statements that it's addressed to the entire universal church it's not to just some little segment of the church in one particular area or country it's to all the church and it's very clear that he's speaking definitively the pope is given the task by our lord to confirm his brethren in the faith so it's a gift that our lord has given us so we pray for our holy father pope francis today as we ask the holy spirit to guide him and to give him all the graces he needs as he seeks to carry out this mission entrusted to him by the lord and serving the church as the successor of saint peter and i'll conclude with a simple prayer written by pope benedict the 16th in light of that question that our lord poses in the gospel today. Who do you say that I am? Jesus, I know you are the son of God who have given your life for me. I want to follow you faithfully and to be led by your word. You know me and you love me. I place my trust in you and I put my whole life into your hands. I want you to be the power that strengthens me and the joy which never leaves me. Amen.